Welcome to episode 203 of Explode, your expert business show brought to you by gtex.org.uk. I'm your host, Simone Vincenzi, and this is the podcast for experts who want to become the ultimate authority in their niche while making an impact in the world. Today, I have the pleasure to have as our guest, Ken Countess, and we're going to talk about making great money with email marketing. For those of you that don't know Kent, he's a managing director of the Countess Group, a marketing consultancy. He's also an internationally recognized expert on email marketing and social media. Ken holds executive position at three Fortune 100 companies. And now he's a marketing coach. He helps companies just like yours gain an unfair advantage over their competition. This episode is absolutely amazing because we talk about how to grow your email list, how to convert your list into buyers, and how to automate the process in the right way. Now, there has been a lot of debates about do email still works, do they don't work anymore, how can we use email marketing in the most effective way. Oh my God, there is that little thing called GDPR that changed the game here in the industry. So we are going to address all these issues and actually show you how you can make money with email marketing. Now, email marketing is something that I'm using. I'm sending an email every single day. I've been doing it for, I don't know, many years now, and it absolutely works. So it's about adjusting to the time, and that's what this episode is about. Also, if you want to make six-figure presentations and become awesome at selling from the stage, but without compromising your integrity, we have created the ultimate selling from the stage checklist, which is the most comprehensive checklist to create a pitch that sells without using the sleazy or manipulative techniques that uh, probably people like me and you don't like. So you can find the link here in the show notes. You can scroll down and check and get your copy of the Selling from the Stage Ultimate Checklist. As well, if you haven't subscribed yet to the show, make sure you subscribe right now so you don't miss any other episode. And if you want to connect with a like-minded community of experts like yourself, where you can learn how to become an authority in your field, and as well connect with amazing people, then join our Facebook group, Explode Your Expert Biz, on Facebook, where I share every day golden nuggets with you, and you can meet fantastic people. Now, that's all for me. I wish you a fantastic day, wherever you are, or a fantastic evening or night, or wherever you are in the world, and enjoy the episode, How to Make Great Money with Email Marketing with Ken Countess. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, welcome to another episode of Explode, your expert biz show. And today we are here with the one and only Ken Countess. How are you doing, Ken? Hey, Simone. How are you today? I am incredibly well. How about yourself? Excellent. Looking forward to our conversation. All right. So today is all about email marketing. How can we make some good money with 
Emails is a topic I'm really excited about because uh, I personally use uh, email marketing every day. I send an email every day to my list or sometimes multiple emails every day to my list. And I've been obsessed about it. It worked magic for me. Uh, so I'm really curious to hear what you have to share around uh, this topic. But before we go, we dive deeper into great strategy, tips, tricks, techniques. Uh, tell us a bit more about you, your background. Uh, like, How did you stumble into email marketing? Yeah, sure. Uh, happy, happy to do that. By the way, I would say it's not how to make good money. It's how to make great money using email marketing. All right. Even so, better. I, I like it. Okay. I like it even better. <laughs> Yeah, better still. So how did I get started with, with email? Well, you know, I mean, email goes back a really, really, really long time. I, mean, I you know, I was using email uh, way back in the 1980s, not for business back then. It really wasn't used for business then. But, but I started using it um, I, on a serious level for business probably in the late 1990s. I was working for some pretty big companies. I've worked for Motorola. I spent 20 years there. I've worked for a company called CVS, which is one of the largest uh, drugstore chains in the United States. I've worked for Marriott. And, and, you know, in all of those companies, email became a really important part of just how we communicated with one another. And when I left corporate, the corporate world uh, in 2010, I began to focus on um, teaching businesses how to use marketing and email marketing specifically as a tool to grow their business. Mm -hmm. And, and so, um, one of the companies that recruited me to be one of their trainers was constant contact. Uh, they're one of the largest email marketing services uh, yeah. on planet earth. And, and so, you know, what I found Simone over time, and, and I've been teaching email marketing for seven or eight years now, is that once people really get to understand how to use it as a tool, they really start to appreciate it. And, and I talk to them about it as, look, just think of your own behavior. When you get up in the morning, one of the very first things you do is do what? You check your email, mm -hmm. right? I mean, we all do it. It's, ju it's just become a habit. Um, some for some an addictive habit, but, yeah, a, lo but a lot of people do. Yeah, a lot of people do. So 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 then flip the flip it around and you say, okay, as a business, what's the best way for me to reach my customers, my prospects, my clients? If I'm a nonprofit a donor, well, if you know that they're checking their email every day, that's where you need to be is in their inbox. Mm -hmm. And it, it really is as simple as that. That's, uh, that's really fascinating because uh, even if someone doesn't check the emails every day, like for example, uh -huh. myself, uh, I check the emails once a week uh, because my assistant will check the emails daily. So the emails right. will be checked, but right. my assistants will filter out the most important one. But there are still people that I want to, that I'm following. Because mm -hmm. I went through the phase at the beginning, you know, I've resubscribed to every single list on the planet and just getting yeah. every freebie I could. But then I arrived to the point where my time and my energy became more scarce. Mm -hmm. And therefore, I was even more focused. But still then, I'm still checking people. And there are three, four, five people that I follow. And I want to read their emails. Right. And I will keep them in my inbox because I want to read their emails. So it's very fascinating because uh, even if someone like myself doesn't check their emails daily, 
email marketing still works? Yeah, sure. I get 650 emails a day on average. You probably get something similar. Yeah, yep. it's, it's a big number. And so who is going to spend all that time reading all of those emails? If you do the math, it's over 4,000 a week. And if you're reading email every day, how are you working your business? <laughs> exactly. Right? So you have an assistant that filters your email and sends you the ones or you're aware of the ones that are most important to you. Um, I use technology and an assistant, but the technology filters out everything that I really don't care to see every day. Mm -hmm. I, I may look at it from time to time. Um, but, but regardless, yeah, whether you sign up for lots of lists or just a few lists, the point is that email helps you cultivate a relationship. Right. And, and marketing is relationship building. Absolutely. So, in fact, let's go into the, the topic of relationship right now. Sure. Um, what's, because a lot of people will say, well, um, I just have to I want to use email marketing to make great money, as you said. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. But now you mentioned relationships. So, can you talk about uh, a bit more about how do we build that relationship so that we can make great money using emails? Yeah. Sure. So, you know, one of the things that we do, what we teach with email marketing is you are building a relationship with someone. And when we talk about building a relationship, that means that mm. you're not trying to sell them something every time you send out the email. And I think of it as the 80-20 rule, where about 80% of the time you're providing information that someone would find helpful or valuable or educational or help them live their lives a little bit better. Mm -hmm. And when you do that, when you follow that kind of a rule, the 80-20 rule, that gives you permission, if you will, for about 20% of the time to maybe pitch a product or service. You know, if most of the time you're giving them information that in some way they feel is going to make their lives better, they will welcome your email, they'll Absolutely. anticipate your email, and hopefully share your email with people they know in their circle which helps you build your audience. Yes, absolutely. So how do we, t tell me through the steps of uh, how do we then build these relationships? Because get the concept, now it's time to go deeper into the nitty gritty. How do we get uh, to build this relationship? What type of content uh, do we need to send? Okay, so I'll give you a specific example. Um, a few weeks ago, we're recording this at the end of November of 18. A few weeks ago, I was in Las Vegas, Nevada. I was speaking at a conference and there were, let's call it a couple hundred people in the room. Mm -hmm. And I invited them to sign up to join my mailing list. And what I said to them was, look, I'm not going to be trying to sell you stuff all the time. I want to help you. They were all business owners in the audience. I want to help you build your business. And I want to give you tips every week on ways that you can grow your business. And, and so when they sign up to be on the mailing list, the first thing they get is a welcome email, mm -hmm. which is something like, hi, Joe, thanks for, this is Ken, thanks for joining my mailing list. Um, I look forward to uh, being in touch with you. And by the way, anytime you wish, you know, send me an email back and, and let me help you find ways that you can grow your business. Mm -hmm. And so maybe a week later, they and we may use an autoresponder, something that yeah. automatically gets those emails out, so I don't have to be on the keyboard every week. But the next one may be, hey, check out this free download, five ways 
that you can get better mileage out of your own email marketing campaign. Mm -hmm. And the week after that, it may be a video that, uh, that says here, let me show you step by step by step how to build an email. And yeah. the one after that may be, these are best practices on what you need to do today to generate more sales. And the week after, and so on. So here's the point. In each one of those first four emails that I just described, not once was I trying to sell something, but rather to warm up that individual, mm -hmm. uh, give them the confidence that they have found a marketing guy who is truly looking to help them grow. And so what that does is it enables me then to tap into that relationship over time and, and then invite them to attend an event. Maybe it's a webinar, right. maybe it's an on-site thing. And, and so that's how, it, that's how it begins to cultivate that, um, that relationship. And, and here's something really fun mm -hmm. that, that I know that your listeners could probably relate to. One of the emails I sent out last week had to do with the fact that now, when you're a business owner, if you have an email marketing service, um, and you send out an email and you, you feel distressed that your open rate is, you know, 12, 15, 20%. <laughs> and you say, what am I doing? I'm spending all this time sending out emails and nobody's opening the email, yeah. right? So now there's resend technology where the system you're using will automatically send out that email. You, maybe you make a few tweaks to the subject line, but it'll send out that email again to people who have not opened it in the past. Yes. Or, or within a few days. So the, here was the interesting thing, and this gave me a, a tickle, a chuckle, mm -hmm. is that I got an email back from somebody who received that specific email that said, hey, using a resend option is a good thing to do for your business. And the individual wrote back to me. And he said, hey, I was at that session you taught in Las Vegas a few weeks ago, and I really appreciate that you sent me this email, but I'm not so sure resending is such a good idea. Mm -hmm. right? And I, so I wrote back, you know, hey, I don't remember the person's name. Let's say it was Richard. Richard, thanks so much for replying back. I'm glad that you received the email, that you're learning from it, and I'm really glad to get your feedback. And let me tell you a little bit more about why resend is a good idea. Mm -hmm. right? So the point there again is I'm not trying to sell him a service, but rather educate him yes. on, on how he can be a better marketer himself. So then you create an inter interaction. So it's not Correct. just uh, you, you, the way I'm, what I'm hearing you saying is that those emails are not just a blast, uh, but also they are an invitation for a conversation as well. That's right. That, that you want, because then now at this point, you can also take the conversation from automation into into one-to-one. -one. Uh, right. I've got a question on the technology that you use. Do you use cost and contact? Do you use something different in terms of technology? Because I use Infusionsoft, for example, for, for our emails. There is an active campaign, which is another great system to use. What's your preferred one? Well, you know, there, that's a great question. There are so many great ones out there. You know, I've certainly had experiences with Infusionsoft, AWeber, Constant Contact, yeah. <laughs> High Contact, MailChimp. You could run down the whole list. Yeah. Um, I, I use Constant Contact for a few reasons. Um, you know, I certainly um, like that things like Infusionsoft and HubSpot have more advanced technology and allow you to do different things. 
But because I'm in front of so many people who tend to be small business owners, um, I want to be able to relate to them and speak a language that they understand. Yeah. And Constant Contact is a really powerful, easy to use, simple email marketing platform that I can demonstrate very easily. And so whether right. I'm in a big room or small room, they get it. And, and if they then get to a point where they, uh, they buy Constant Contact and they call and they say, you know, maybe I need something a little more powerful, then I help them with that too. Yeah. But it's a good starting point. It's a good launching point. I, I like it. I like what you're saying because I remember I started with MailChimp mm -hmm. and just because it was simple and got into the habit of creating lists, segmenting lists, sending emails. And uh, yes, Infusionsoft, you cannot really show it in, a, in 15, 20 minutes on how to use it. That's a right. weeks-long, month-long process to understand how to use that bloody thing. But... It does anything you want. So um, for someone who's starting out, uh, don't go for a complex system. Use a simple one. If you then you already have a big list, you are a bit more internet marketing savvy, and now you want to create complex campaigns or interaction or payment system all integrated in one place, right. then absolutely upgrade it to another system. Um, in terms of, you mentioned as well of frequency. So you will send an email once a week. Is that your your strategy? And if yes, uh, uh, why once a week instead of once a day or once every two days or three days? Yeah, I, you know, it's. I'm glad you asked the question, Simone. It's it's a lot of testing that goes into this. Um, uh, three years ago, perhaps, uh, once a month uh, tended to be best practice. But now that so many people are accessing email on a mobile device, you know, they pull out their, their small screen, right? And, and mm -hmm. so the emails have to be really short. So for that reason, when you observe that and when you respect the fact that people are checking the, your email on the go, and the average person only spends about 15 seconds on an email that they actually open. Mm -hmm. That tells you to keep it much shorter. So when you do that, and when you respect their time, then they appreciate that fact, and they welcome your email on a more regular basis. So more regular meaning instead of once a month, now it's once a week. Now, um, I have tested doing it several times a week. I've tested doing it less than a, once a week. And the sweet spot for at least my business as a marketing coach, mm. going after the people who follow me, once a week tends to be about the right cadence. Now, um, for my podcast, or maybe I have a special offer, I may, during the course of a week, send two emails out. But, but typically, I limit it to once a week. And I try to do it also on the same day of the week. Mm -hmm. Someone will anticipate, oh, Ken sends out his email every, let's call it every Tuesday morning at 10 o'clock local, yeah. right? And so you build a sense of anticipation. I really like the consistency and the fact that what do you think about an email, one email a day? Because in the internet marketing community, there is the one email a day model, which is very popular. And that's personally yeah. the one that I use. Every single day for the past two years, my list received, received an email. Uh -huh. And uh, the, there are pros and cons for that. What are your thoughts? Because we did actually a podcast interview, and you guys can go back uh, with Mark Mahwini 
which I know mm-hmm. interviewed you as well uh, yes. on, on his podcast. I was actually uh, saw that on Facebook recently. And uh, we talked about it. He uses the one, one email a day model, and we talked about how to use it on that interview. So check Mark Mayhuini on, uh, um, on, on our podcast. But what's your opinion about that? Uh, I actually, you know, I signed up for his list too, of course. And I think Mark in particular does a fantastic job of delivering some really good content every day. Uh, you know, and that's great for him. And he has structured his business around that. For me, I can't write something every single day. Of course, you get to a point where you can reuse and the average person doesn't know that you sent that same email seven months ago. Mm-hmm. So you can take advantage of that. Um, no, I, I applaud Mark and anybody else who has been able to develop that one-a-day cadence. Um, and, and it works as long as you're providing good information. I mean, after all, these are people that signed up to be on your list. Yeah. You didn't just randomly decide no. to send out to 10,000 people. So these are your followers, and they have become accustomed to receiving your email every day and they're not unsubscribing, then you're doing them a service. And the Mm -hmm. likelihood is you're cultivating a great relationship with them. Again, it's all about relationship. And that opens the door to doing more selling. For me, I mean, this may sound weird as a marketing guy. I hate to write. I'd much rather speak than write. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I also know that people aren't going to, if you send them a video every single day, they're not going to watch it every single day. Absolutely. So that's why we do the podcast once a week and the email once a week. So they get a little sprinkling of each and people gravitate to what they enjoy uh, participating in the most. So Mm. uh, once again, I love the once a day if you can do it. For me, it's a little bit too much. Uh, So once a week works fine. And, And the people who follow me have even said to me when I tried to step it up to a couple or three times a week, whoa, that's too much. I have a hard time keeping up with once a week. Keep it to that. Yeah, it's a very very great point because, uh, again, uh, uh, there is not, um, when you're talking about strategies, everyone will have a different strategy. And uh, the most important thing that you do is uh, providing value, give -hmm. something helpful, and Mm -hmm. do it consistently. Right. And do something that also you as a marketer, as a business owner, you can sustain. Because a lot of people fantasize to do the, the one, an e- one email a day model. But, mm-hmm. uh, for example, I never use an email. Ever use an email. So every day I will sit down and I will write down my content. And that became part of my routine, but it's something that uh, I enjoy doing. It, become, it became a habit right now. Mm-hmm. I, I actually feel weird if I don't sit down and send my email. I feel like withdrawing symptoms. and like, oh my God, I need to send my emails right now. I'm going to... But then some, a lot of people that join my mailing list, they uh-huh. sent me immediately at the beginning. They said, hey, I'm receiving too many emails. I'm opting out. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, fine. Yeah. That's fine. Because yeah. you are not then my ideal customer to be on right. the list. Yeah, exactly. I want and some... you know, the funny thing for me, uh, Simone, is I have enough content that I could do something every yeah. day. Right? I think as marketers, we come across so much information that we'd love to be able to pass along. Um, but for me, as I say, it's a little bit too much. And mm-hmm. But your audience will tell you, you know, uh, exactly. yes, I love receiving it. Exactly. And uh, you will see the open rates, uh, the, the opt-out rates that there is 
and uh, is fascinating. And so knowing your audience, seeing do does your audience wants to receive an email once a week, mm-hmm. twice a week, every day, check with them and then they will tell you and build that relationship in this way. So now I want to transition and talk about more selling via emails because we mm-hmm. talked about adding value, creating valuable content. So right. how do we integrate now or how do you integrate the sales when you have a campaign or when you have an offer to in the email sequence process? Yeah, well, I, I pay attention to the clicks. Uh, you know, to me, someone opening up an email is uh, it's an indication. But when people are interacting with your call to action, that gives you a sense of how effective mm. your campaign is now. If they click on the link to go to the website and buy something, uh, that's one thing. If they actually buy, wonderful. You know, the cash register rings, ding, ding, ding. But if they don't, if they click and nothing happens, there's something broken in your conversion process. Mm -hmm. Uh, Your emails will tell you that too. So I pay a great deal of attention to the analytics. The other thing, though, also, is there are some products and services that we offer that are more of a longer term sales cycle. Mm-hmm. So, so one example might be a workshop. We may offer a workshop that's three or four months from now. And so we'll begin to promote it mm-hmm. in an email campaign and see what the interest level is. But if people are not buying tickets, then we'll change that up a little bit. Or maybe we'll send them into an autoresponder sequence and let the autoresponder take over from there and continue to warm them up with a personalized uh, email, video, and so on. Uh, one thing that we are doing right now is we have an online email academy where they can sign up. Uh, it's a monthly service, and there are there right now the library has 70 different uh, videos teaching someone how to create an email campaign mm-hmm. that works. Uh, but the way what we do with that is because uh, no one's going to consume all of that information and they may not be really sure what your product is Mm -hmm. right off the bat, is we drop them into a sequence, an autoresponder, that delivers a a video, a two-minute video about every other day. And if they're interested, they sign up. And if they're not interested, the campaign stops. Yeah. And, and, And so we use technology in that way to increase sales just using email. I really like it. Um, do you? I'm really curious about the process because uh, that's something I've been doing recently. Uh, before I was just in the emails and not paying attention to any click or any analytics or any open. Mm-hmm. And recently, about a month from now, uh, about a month ago, I started actually paying more attention to it. I know very rookie mistake, but that's uh, everything happened at the right time. And so I started paying attention and I started developing also some strategies or some re-engagement campaigns with people that click but don't buy, people that open but don't click. What do you do, let's say, in your process when you check your analytics? So let's say you send an email mm-hmm. and then uh, after how long do you do you check the, the analytics? After how long the email has been sent, do you check the analytics generally? Uh, Generally, I will check the uh, analytics the day after the email went out just to see what the initial hours was. 24 hours, yeah. And then I'll check again 72 hours because within a three-day span, that's about when you'll get the maximum engagement. Absolutely, because then that email gets buried 
under the other tons of email that they receive. Uh-huh. And so uh, what do you do then uh, when you look at those clicks? Do you just watch them and analyze them? Or do you reach out to the people that opened? Do you reach out to the people that click? Do you do something like that? Uh, or you just use it for data and improving the campaigns? Um, I'll give you a specific example. Yes, About please. a week ago, we had a special offer uh, for someone who wanted to, uh, who was interested in constant contact. We'll use that as this example. Right. And it was a special offer of 40% off of that's and it was only good until last Friday at midnight. Mm-hmm. And so the email campaign went Black out. Friday. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> you guys and in so the US had love a, Black um, Friday. We had a sneak peek email that went out on Sunday night. Yeah. Uh, that said, "Hey, coming tomorrow." It was actually Cyber Monday through mm-hmm. the end of the week. And so it was on Sunday it was a sneak peek, you know, this is coming in your inbox tomorrow. Mm. And so when it got in their inbox that next day, I saw who was able to, who clicked on the link, but didn't buy. Mm-hmm. And so I waited 24 hours and then I had, I created another autoresponder campaign. Right. So, and the email went something like, Hey, Simone, I see that you are, you clicked on the email, but you didn't sign up for the service. Uh, here's another shot at it. And mm-hmm. so, but that only went to the people who clicked, clicked and didn't yeah. buy, right? So you're not intruding on people who really didn't, didn't express any interest in the first place. And so the conversion rate actually wound up being pretty good because we did that another time or two as we followed up and mm-hmm. took a look at the analytics for people who during the course of the week clicked on that link. That's that's great. Um, that's something I started doing literally from a month ago. And they, it made a huge difference, a huge oh, difference. Sure. Because then the email that we can send and the campaigns that we can create, then they become so relevant to mm-hmm. the people from the, because of the action they took. Right. And instead of receiving general messages, then they receive something that is specific to them, to the conversation that is already in their head, which is right. one of the rules of yeah. marketing. <laughs> exactly right. So um, is there anything, before we wrap up is the, and we go to the session of Lifting the Veil, is there anything that uh, will be important to mention in the email marketing strategies that we, we haven't mentioned yet? Something that for mm-hmm. you is like, okay, I want to wrap up with, with this sh- bam, with this firework thing that can work that we haven't talked about. Yeah, I, I you know, and, and as simple as this may sound, it's for those who are listening who aren't using email, start using it. <laughs> you know, point. I mean, it, really, it's that simple. Start using it. People are afraid. They're like, well, I don't know what will happen. I'm afraid people won't like me. I'm afraid, you know, hey, your business isn't going to crumble, if anything. And the only place it can go is up. Mm-hmm. So just start using it. And if you need a coach, get a coach. There's so much help available online. It's easy to get it started. Um, you know, for those who are skeptics who have never tried it, just start using it and see yes. how well it works. Absolutely. It, you know, email has the highest return on investment year after year of any tool out there, aside from personal selling, where you're immediately face to face with someone. But the ROI on email is 44 to 1. Where else do you get that kind of a return on your money? Yeah, Absolutely. Under, I 100% agree with you, uh, Ken. 
So we are now moving to the, um, to the part which is called lifting the veil. That's where I'm going to ask you to share something that you are using. It can be a business tool or a personal tool, an app, a book that you have read that is making a difference in your life right now or business. And that uh, is like, oh, my God, this is so good. People must know about this. What is it for you? Yeah. Uh, for me, it's just getting out there and being seen. Uh, you know, I think it's so easy for people to just hide behind the keyboard. Um, so, yeah, I use apps and I, and I use different marketing tools. I use social media. I use YouTube a lot. To me right now, if you said, what is the one tool beyond email that's really working for you? Um, it's YouTube. It's video. Because right now, everybody is so engaged to their smartphone. You know, we're checking not only our email, but we're looking at videos online all the time. So if you have a physical presence, whether it's virtual or on site, to me, that's the thing that's generating the most business. I can't tell you how many people come up to me and say, I saw your video. I listened to your podcast. I met you at this meeting. Yeah. It's relationship. That's really all it is. It is. So get out there, don't hide, show don't your hide. face, right. teach, tell people what you do and now you can help them as much as possible. Yeah, because if people haven't seen you or know you or hear you, are they going to do business with you? Absolutely. Can what is uh, now something, how can people reach out to you? How can people get in touch with you if they want to know more about email marketing, about the service that you offer? Maybe they want to go into your mailing list and see how you do things. So where can people get in touch with you? Uh, the easiest thing to do is to go to our website. We have uh, two ways to remember it. It's www.thecountessgroup.com or something a little bit simpler is marketyourbusiness.co marketyourbusiness.co they both go to the same place and there you can find free resources you can download email guides you can listen to our podcast get access to our youtube channel that's the best place to find us that's fantastic so also we did a podcast together you can uh, you can also see the episode that uh, ken and i did on uh, on public speaking and selling so you, you, i'm sure you will love it so, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for listening, Ken. Thank you very much for being on the show. It's been an absolute pleasure to have this uh, conversation about email marketing, which is a topic I'm really passionate about. So, thank you for being on the show. And, guys, make sure that you go on the website, uh, get on Ken's uh, list. You can see what he does. You can see how he does it. You can learn about email marketing. The links are going to be here in the show notes. Ken, thank you very much. Thank you, Simone. It was great seeing you again. It's my pleasure. And uh, listeners, uh, thank you very much for listening. If you haven't subscribed yet to the show, what the heck are you waiting for? <laughs> Hit that subscribe button right now. I know you want to. So do it right now. And also leave us a five-star review. If you like our content, a review for us goes a long way. That's how the podcast world works. You give us a review, more people are going to see it. So if there is one thing you can do for us is to give us a good review about this episode. Really appreciate it. And until next time, remember that together we grow exponentially. I'll see you next time. Ciao. Bye-bye.